ఆప్యాయంతమాంగాశ్రోత్రమసోబలమేంద్రియాణిచర్వాణిషదం మాహంబ్రహ్మనిరాకుర్యాకరణమస్వనిరాకరణమేస్తు శృతిస్మృతిపురాణాణాణాణాణాణాణాణాణాణాణాణాణాణాణాణాణాణాణాణాణాణాణాణాణాణాణాణాణాణాణాణాణాణాణాణాణాణాణాణాణాణాణాణ
What's the reason why it is so? Tad jalanidhi. Because this jagadis tad jalanam tad jalam. Tad tasmat brahmana jatam. Because universe is born of brahman. Then, tenaiva janakramena prathilomataya tasmin brahmani liyate. Tasmat jatam tasmin liyate is tallam. Again, in the reverse order, the universe merges back into that. It emerges from Brahman, merges back into that. Tatha tasminneva sthiti kalevi pranayati cheshtade and tasmin aniti. In that universe, in Brahman alone, the whole universe throbs, cheshtate, it functions, it remains, it has its existence. Therefore, Brahman is a upadana karanam. Material cause of the universe is such that has Brahman as its material cause. And therefore, in other effect is never apart from material cause. The universe is not apart from Brahman. From this point, standpoint is said that this universe is Brahman. Just as all the pots and pans are clay, in that sense, the universe is Brahman. Tad <coughs> So Ragadveshadi Dosharaita Sanyatasan thus becoming one who is free from the defects, likes and dislikes, appreciating Brahman, even having that bhavana. That what is this Brahman, what is this self, one becomes free from reactions of Ragadveshas. Shantasan Upasida. <coughs> So when the mind becomes free from the ragadveshas, becomes tranquil. <coughs> so becoming tranquil, upasita, one should thus meditate. Katham upasita, how should one meditate? That will be told in the next mantra, but before that. <coughs> Kratum kurvita, what is meant by meditation is Kratum kurvita. One should and maintain this kratu or resolve. So, one should build up this resolve. <coughs> one should shape this conviction. Kratum kurvita. <coughs> Why is it so? Because, athakhalu kratumaya, ayam kratumaya, ayam purushaha. This person is nothing but what is kratu or conviction is. Yatha kratu asmin loke bhavadi. Whatever is the resolve, conviction, which he entertains primarily in this lifetime, is what he becomes even after departing from this body. Meaning that this person is <coughs> identified with the resolve, identified with these conclusions, identified with the opinions. A person is identified with the opinions. That's the reason why we always want to prove that I am right that my opinion is right, my perception is right, what I understand is right. That everybody has a perception about everything, beginning from one's own self and then perception of the universe and everybody has a perception. And one is identified with that perception also. This because when the perception is right, I feel I am right. When the perception is wrong, I feel that I am wrong, therefore, one always wants to protect one's perception, <coughs> justify one's perception, justify one's opinion or conclusion. 
Therefore, Kratum Kurvita. That's the reason why one should deliberately shape one's conviction. <coughs> so, that is why, that is called Upasana. So, what is meant by Upasana is Kratum Kurvita. One should shape one's conviction. So, deliberately maintain a conviction. Deliberately maintain a bhavana. Conviction is something intellectual which one at, arrives at with reasoning. The jalan in as much as the universe is the effect and Brahman is the material cause and effect is not apart from material cause ever. This is Brahman. It makes sense to me. If that makes sense to you then may you entertain that bhavana. Because the mind already has its own conclusion. Mind is a conclusion that this jagat is made up of names and forms. It is made up of many diverse entities, disparate entities, unequal entities, lot of diversity, disparity, inequality in the universe. Then the universe is all divided. Everything is different from everything else and I am different from everything else. Because this kind of kratu or this kind of conviction already the mind has. What we want is that the conviction of mind also should be in keeping with the reality of life. So reality of life is that what is is Brahman? Whereas my mind's conclusion is that I am an individual self, the jagat is different from me. And then one self is different from other self, self is different from non-self and whatever. So one non-self different from another non-self, self different from non-self, self different from self, self different from Ishwara. Jagat different from Ishwara. So this kind of bheda, the divisions are already lost in my mind. Thus everybody is born with certain fixed patterns of thinking, concluding, reacting. And whatever these predominant patterns of thinking, concluding, reacting are, that's what I am. At any given time, point in time, I am not what my education is. I am not what my other status is. I am what my conclusion at that time is. And so, the man, the fixed pattern that manifests at that time, which determines how I perceive and how I react. So the way I perceive things is determined by the conclusion, the pattern, which is already built in there. And the way I react also is based on that. So that is where fundamental change must take place. Thus, the, the core personality that the person has is nothing but his or her conclusion, perception. That's why Upanishad says, may you entertain a perception that we are telling you. The Shastra tells us. So Shastra reveals the reality of life. This is the conviction. Why should you even go? Sarvam Khaluinam Brahma. This is indeed Brahman. Entered in that conclusion. Manumaya, Pranamaya, that's okay. That's Pranasarira. But even this itself, that what is, is Brahman. What is, is Ishwara. Because the mind does not look upon what is, is Ishwara. It looks upon whatever it perceives, it looks upon as something limited in time, place and everything. <coughs> Therefore, maintain this, this conclusion, maintain this bhavana, that what is, is Brahman. <coughs> because that bhavana, 
that attitude which is entertained by me with an effort. Without the effort, the mind will automatically entertain whatever conclusions it has. Which conclusions are born of ignorance and false perception. Therefore, I should deliberately plant the conclusion that is the result of the right perception. <coughs> What's the right perception? That which is revealed by the scriptures. Therefore, <coughs> Therefore, one should shave one's conviction. That's how one is shaping oneself. So, I am shaping myself when I shape my conclusion. And if that conclusion is in keeping with the realities revealed by the scriptures, then I also become attuned to the realities. I become one with that. Yata evam vyavastha shastra dushta Because this vyavastha, that kritumayam, kritumayoyam purusha, this purusha is as good as this conviction. That's what the scripture also says. This Upanishad says, Bhagavad Gita also says, Ataha sahakratam kurveta. Therefore, he should entertain this kratu or conviction that everything is indeed Brahman. <coughs> What's the nature of the Brahman? That being will be further told. What is this Brahman? That's the main kratu. What's the nature of Brahman? Manomaya, pranasaya, bharupa, etc. But whatever concept of Ishvara you have. So these are the concepts of Bhavana given to us by the Upanishad, by the Vedas. Today we will be told whatever is Vasudeva, whatever is Krishna, Ram, Sita, Ramamaya, Sita, Ramamaya, Sabajagajani, alright. This Jagat is Sita and Ramamaya. Okay? And so whether it is Krishna or Rama or Shiva, whatever it is, so now the kind of uh, concepts given to us are based on the Puranas with which we are used. So that way, Kratu, so may you shape your conviction that what is this Shiva? That's the Ishta Devata. What is this Rama? What is this Krishna? Why do we say that? Because it's Ishta Devata that really inspires or invokes the devotee in me. This Kratu or the conviction should be entertained with a commitment, with a devotion. This devotion, bhakti is a glue that binds or, you know, bonds my mind with what I want to think about. So what bonds my mind with the Ishta Devada is bhakti. Therefore in Upasana it is presupposed, even though bhakti is not specifically mentioned here, but that's what why we come to Bhagavad Gita and then later on to other Puranas. That this this Kratu, meaning this conviction of the Bhavana, must be accompanied by accompanied Bhakti. Yata evam Shastra Pramanyat Upapadyade. Since this is tenable, logical, in keeping the reasoning based on Pramanyam, the authority of scriptures. Kratu Anurupam Phalam That the Phala, that you are as good as a Kratu. Ataha Sakartavya Kratuhu Therefore, 
దట్ కర్తు దట్ కన్విక్షన్ దట్ భావన షుడ్ బి ఎంటర్టైన్ వాట్స్ నేచర్ ఆఫ్ భావన పురాణాలు సో దిస్ కృష్ణ వాట్ కైండ్ ఆఫ్ కృష్ణ దిస్ మురళీ మనోహర్ గోవర్ధన్ దారిఫరెంట్ కైండ్ ఆఫ్ యూ నో అట్రిబ్యూట్స్ గివెన్ హియర్ డిఫరెంట్ అట్రిబ్యూట్స్ ఆర్ గివెన్ మనోమయ ప్రాణ శరీర భారూప విత్ విచ్ people at the vedic times were familiar so manomaya manah praya brahman is essentially made up of mind all of this is brahman what's nature of brahman that which is as good as essentially the mind manute ananeti manah so that by which one thinks is called manas tat svavrutya visheshu pravartam bhavati it is the nature of the mind to become engaged in various objects of thinking tena manasa tanmaya as much as brahman or the self is usually identified with the mind tatha pravruttahiva therefore what will be the thought in the mind that's what the person is when the mind engages in something this person also engages in that tat nivruttahiva when the mind disengages this person also is disengages ever manomaya brahman alone is atma and atma is essentially made up of mind <coughs> identified the mind prana sharira prana lingatma by the word prana is meant the subtle body vijnana kriya shakti dva sammurchita made of this twofold power of knowledge and action yovai pranaha sa pragnya yava pragnya sa pranaha so kaushyadagi upanishad say there is prana which is the power of knowledge is pragnya i mean power of action kriya shakti is the gnana shakti with gnana shakti is kriya shakti therefore విజ్ఞాన క్రియాశక్తి సమ్మూర్చిత వాట్ ఈస్ దిస్ ప్రాణ శరీర సో దిస్ సటిల్ బాడీ సమ్మూర్చిత ఇస్ షేప్డ్ ఫ్రామ్ దిస్ టూ పవర్స్ ఆఫ్ నాలెడ్జ్ అండ్ యాక్షన్ సో దిస్ టూ టుగెదర్ మేక్ అప్ వాట్ వీ కాల్ ది సూక్ష్మ శరీరం సహ శరీరం యాణ శరీర సో ప్రాణ ఇస్ శరీరం అండ్ ప్రాణ ఇస్ మేడ్ ఆఫ్ ది జ్ఞాన శక్తి అండ్ క్రియాశక్తి మనోమయ ప్రాణ శరీర నేత అగైన్ సిస్ మనోమయ ముండగోపనిస్ ప్రాణ శరీర నేత మీన్స్ నేత విచ్ యాక్చువల్లీ ట్రాన్స్మైగ్రేట్స్ లీడ్స్ దిస్ ప్రాణ శరీర ఫ్రమ్ వన్ బాడీ టు ద బాడీ వన్ దర్ యాక్చువల్లీ సో ట్రాన్స్మైగ్రేట్స్ ఆర్ ట్రాన్స్ఫర్స్ ఆర్ మూవ్స్ this body made up of prana bharupah further this brahman or self is bharupah of the nature of consciousness so what is bha bha deepdi chaitanya lakshanam deepdi chaitanya lakshanam rupam so deepdi means luster so this self is made up of is of the nature of luster what kind of luster chaitanya lakshanam of the nature of consciousness so consciousness is luster 
So one that is made up of the effulgence, that is consciousness, is called bhārūpa. So this is how one meditates. Meditates upon Brahman as of the nature of consciousness, of the nature of prāṇā, the subtle body, of the nature of the mind. <coughs> then satya-sankalpaha, Brahman, tos-saguna-brahman, meditation upon Brahman with attributes, different attributes are being told to us. These attributes inspire or invoke the devotee from us. So Mahatma-jnana, when you know the Mahatma or the greatness of Ishvara, then arises the devotion for Ishvara. So all these attributes tell us the greatness of Ishvara. Satya-sankalpaha, one whose results are always true, one whose resolves always are fulfilled. It never happens that a resolve or sankalpa arises, doesn't get fulfilled. In case of a jiva, they do not get fulfilled often. Anurudena mithya falatvahetana prati pratyudatvat Because of an ordinary ignorant person, sankalpa, the resolves are, imp- there is an impediment, are obstructed by mithya falatvahetana by, by anurta, by falsehood. So the results of an ordinary person are obstructed by falsehood which brings about a false result. So even though we have a resolve, the result is not in keeping the resolve because there is some obstruction. What is it? Falsehood is obstruction. So in my sankalpa, falsehood also is involved. Because my sankalpa is not based on total wisdom. Ishvara is omniscient. Being omniscient knows everything correctly. Therefore there cannot be any incorrect thinking on the part of Ishvara. Therefore all the results of Ishvara are born of sarvajnatvam, omniscience. Therefore the results also are true to the realities of life. Whereas my results, I want, to this, I want this and I want that, are born of falsehood. Meaning, ignorance which brings about a false perception of myself. And therefore, it is that falseness in my perception that becomes the impediment in the fulfillment of my results. Otherwise, the results should be fulfilled. Reason why they do not get fulfilled is, the result is very often born of falsehood false perception of myself. That is the reason why they ask us to entertain resolves that are in keeping with scriptures. So, may kartum kurvita. Therefore, may you entertain those krato resolves which are in keeping with scriptures. This is all Brahman. Then your sankalpa also will be, you know, will be true. Akasha Atma so, Akasheva Atma Sarupam, one whose nature is similar to that of space. Not space, but similar to space. Sarvagatattvam, Sukshmatvam, Rupadhinatvam, Akashatulnita, Ishwarasya. Because the space is all pervasive. It is the subtlest of all the elements. It is devoid of form or color. So, these are the attributes of Ishwara. Therefore, it is like, this body is like space. Sarva karma, so sarvam karma, 
asyasana sarva karma, one who, entered, who performed all the actions. And so, so sarvam, what is sarvam? Sarvam means jagat, that's what Vasyakara says. So sarvam means jagat. Jagat is a karma, asya. One whose karma or action is this whole universe. One who creates the whole universe is called sarva karma. Sarva kama, sarve kama, asya is sarva kama. So sarve kama, that is samasya. And so, sarve kama asyedi sarva kama. So, bahuri samas, one who, who has all the desires. Not sarve te kama, not the, all desires, but one who entertains or who's des, all, who has all the desires. So, not the karma dhara, but the bahuri samas. Sarve kama is all desires. So, immediate responsibility, all desires. He is all desires. So sarva kama means he is all desires. He is no no. That will be karma dhara samasa. Here it should be he is the one who has all the desires. It is bahuri samasa. He is possessor of desires. He is not desire. So kama kamasya kartavetva subdhadat parartha prasangatya devasya he is not all desire because desire is something that is created. And desire is something that is dependent upon the desire. If Ishwar is all the desires, then he will fall in the category of something that is created. In which case, he cannot be eternal, he cannot be nitya. And also, a desire is dependent upon subservient to desire, then Ishwara will not be Svatantra also. Therefore, in the thirtieth line, anirittasikaritva tadaike brahmana anaditvam badhyade. Because desire is a product, desire is, was not there before this moment, it arises in my mind. So desire has a beginning. So desire also will have an end. If brahman is all desire, then brahman also will have a beginning. Then he also will have an end. Then it is not anadi, it is not nitya. And further, Chetana Sheshatvacha, a desire is inert, is a thought of mind. And it is totally dependent upon the conscious being who entertains the desires. If Brahman is all desires, then Brahman also becomes dependent. So Svatatram Hiyate, in that case, Brahman cannot be Svatantra or independent. Tathacha Karmadhar Asambhavat. Therefore, Sarva Kama is not a Karmadhara, not all desires, but the one, all are desires, so one who has all the desires. On the page 113 now, continuing with the line 11. Sarva Gandhaha, Sarve Gandhaha, Sukhakaraha Asya Soyam Sarvagandhaha Sarvagandhaha So one who has all the desires, one who does all the karma, one who has all the desires, 
What kind of desires? Dharma viruddha. All the virtuous desires. So desire of Ishara will be automatically in keeping with dharma. Because the desire has emerged from knowledge. That is why. So dharma is in the intellect. And at any given point in time, it is intellect that interprets what is the right thing in this situation. And that is the reason why then the desires also will be based on whatever we, my knowledge and wisdom. You said earlier, in as much as Ishwara's desires are born of knowledge, on omniscience, therefore the desires are always right, always in keeping with the reality. And so also, Sarvaganda, Sarvaganda, Sukhakarahasya. So one who has all the smells, is possessed of all the smells. Inasmuch as everything that Ishwara has is born of omniscience. Therefore, whatever Ishwara does is right. And therefore, the, fra- the, the smell also should ideally be a fragrant smell. Should not be a stink, but something that is fragrant. There was Sarve Ganda Sukhakaraha. Ishvara always enjoys all the fragrances which are, which are pleasing smells or fragrances. So then says Anagari, Sarvasabdhat Durgandhanavi Brahmani Prapto Vishnasti Sarvagandha. We say that Ishvara has all the smells, then that should also include the stink. Just as all the karma or desires should also include good and bad desires, therefore dharma avruddha. And desires of Ishvara are those which are in keeping with dharma, righteousness. And so also the smells of Ishvara also are in keeping with the righteousness. So smell that is born of right punya karma will be fragrance. Smell that is born of papa karma will be stink. So whenever we enjoy good fragrance, understand that it is all punya karma. When we are stuck with something that is stinking, we should know that it is all papa karma. In as much as there cannot be a gandha or even a smell or an iota of papa in Ishvara, because papa is a, is a product of ignorance. So we don't even know that what we are doing is wrong very often and we do it. Then later realize that this was the wrong thing to do. Because we are not omniscient. We don't know everything. We don't know the past, we don't know the future, we know the present and that was also a fraction of the present. For us, so therefore, from this little insignificant understanding of the life, whatever decisions we make will be based on those things. <coughs> and so, the actions that we perform are very often not right actions. In that case, they will give rise, there will be Papa involved in our actions. So some kind of falseness will be involved in our desires. There was some kind of compromise will be there in our action also. Action will not be totally non-violent. As long as I am ignorant, so long a trace of ego will be there. A trace of individual will be there. A trace of fear will be there. A trace of self-centeredness will be there. The extent to which there is self-centeredness in me, to that extent, there is a falsehood. 
What is meant by truth is that I must be totally, cent- I mean, I must be centered on the totality. My true nature is that I include everything. Because of falseness, I include only a little thing. And that why that self-centeredness arises. That is why that just as Lord Krishna says that all the endeavors, undertakings are always accompanied with some kind of a defect. So, sarvarambhaidoshena dhumena nirivavrutaha. Just as some little uh, amount of smoke is bound to be there with fire. Sometimes, mostly you see it, sometimes you don't see. It is very subtle, or very fine smoke is there. It's there. And so also, inasmuch as my desires are born of ignorance and my actions also, even with the best of intentions, in spite of best of my, even my best intentions also are born of my knowledge anyway. So whatever I understand is best, that's an, that's the intention, that's all we can do. So Lord Krishna, that's all you can do. You can entertain the best of the intentions. But understand Arjuna that in spite of your best intentions also, it will never be perfect intention. It can be best but never perfect. So no action performed by an ignorant individual is going to be perfect. Because some amount of self-centeredness will be involved. And to that extent I will exclude. So I will exclude whatever I do not consider as self. So my concept of self may expand from this individual to my family, to my neighborhood, to my village, to my state, to my country, even to this universe, to this earth, you know. I will be a member of this planet. That's a huge thing. And still, I... I don't still look upon myself as a member of the whole universe, whole cosmos. Even if that is so, this is one of the cosmoses, of all possible cosmoses that are there, possible, you know. So even, they sometimes even Hiranyagarbha also is a jiva, because Hiranyagarbha also identified with the cosmos that is presently there. But not all the past cosmoses, not all the future, in that case, there is a trace of little individuality in, in Hiranyagar walls. It's a great individualist. And still, if that's all he takes, if Hiranyagar also looks upon himself as equal to the whole cosmos, then also some little, um, you know, I mean, ignorance is involved there. A little, little quality, quantity of ignorance is involved. So then what we talk of individuals? There were some papa is going to be there in any action that we perform. And that papa will give rise to dukkha. Dukkha means pain or suffering in the, in the form of this fetish or in sense this stink. And whatever. So there were, but Ishvara, there is no trace of papa. Ishvara is full or complete. No trace of self-centeredness. That's why he's omniscient. That means, that means he knows the past, present and future, everything. So whatever Ishvara does is based on the knowledge of past, present and future. So this action, what history it has, what consequences it will have. 
all of that Ishwara knows. And as much as there is no selfishness, Ishwara is totally dedicated to the well-being of the entire creation. Therefore, all his actions are going to be righteous actions. His will also will be righteous will. His intentions or desires also are righteous. Actions also are righteous. Therefore, whatever he entertains, enjoys, smell also be fragrant. No even iota of any stink in there. So Sarva Shabdad Durgandana Bi Brahmani Prahapta. Sarva Gandha. So Sarva Gandha Sedi Sarva Gandha. So one who is possessed of or who experiences all the fragrance, all this smells. That smell will then include, contain also the sting. Therefore, Vashtagara is Sukhakaraha. Only one who enjoys fragrance, all good fragrances. Sarva Shabda Sankoja Karanamaha. So why do you not interpret the word Sarva, all? Is including, all included. You restrict the word Sarva to only fragrances, not including the stink. Why is it so? So Vashtagara quotes from the Gita. Punyogandha Prasivyam so Bhagavad Gita says, Lord Krishna says, Prasivyam Punyogandha. In the earth, I am the this fragrance, the sweet fragrance I am. Punyogandha. Siddhanagiri, Yathas Sarvagandha Yatra Sukhakara Gandha Brahma Sammadino Dashitaha Tatha Sarvarasa Itiyapi Tetrabi Sukhakaraya Varasaha Tat Sammadino Grahya Itiyaha Yathas Sarvagandha So if Ishwara is Sarvagandha possessed of all the sweet fragrances Sukhakaraha Gandha Brahma Sammadino Dashitaha All the Gandha or the smells Associated with Brahman are necessarily sweet fragrances. So pleasurable fragrances. In that case, Tatha, in a manner similar to that, based on the same reasoning. Sarva rasai tatrabi sukhakaraya varasaha. That all the fragrance, all the tastes that Brahman has also are pleasant tastes. Tat sammandino grahyaha. That there cannot be a taste like something that you dislike. That, that kind of taste cannot be. Even if you like all the tastes, some people like even the bitter things. They don't mind. But even that fellow also is given one peanut which is rotten peanut, you know. That, that, even that person also will not like. Who can eat anything? Some everything is fine, but not rotten peanut. That he will, he will not like. So even the person who cannot sense anything, also will sense something like that, you know. So the rotten peanut is a result of papa karma. You enjoying khichdi, comes one pebble, that's papa karma. Enjoys chivda, you know, which has lot of peanuts in there, enjoying them, one rotten peanut, that's the papa karma. This kind of thing cannot be in case of Rishwa, that's the idea here. So Vashakara says, Tatha Rasaha Ape 
Tatha means a manner similar to that. Just as all the ganda or the smells are the fragrant, sweet smells also, on the rasa, the taste also are pleasurable taste. Atravi sarva shabda sankoje karamaha. Here also sarva ganda, where sarva is qualified. Not all inclusive, sarva is only equated to the sweet, this fragrant, I mean here in this case, pleasurable taste. What's the reason? Apunya Divashaka says, Apunya Gandharasagranasya Papma Sambandha Nimitva Shravanad Nimitva Shravanad Gurudeva Shruti says, Apunya Gandharasagranasya So whenever we experience a foul smell or when you experience a unpleasant taste, here is papa sammandha nimittatva shravanat. That is always connected to papa or the sin. This is what Shruti says. Because both virtue and vice are present in us. The Devi Sambhat and Asuri Sambhat, both are present. So Devi Sambhat is the Punya Karma. Asuri Sambhat is the Papa Karma. So ultimately a poor jiva whose knowledge is limited is going to do, is going to commit sin sometime or the other of commission and omission. Doing what should not be done and not doing what should be done. So thus this false omission commission will be there. Therefore Papa, that's why a general prayas is there. Samanya prayas This puja, japa, all of these are samanya prayas So here Bhashyakara was quotes from the same Shandogya Upanishad and Bhudharanika also has that. But here, this is quoted from what we already studied. So, Papa Sambandha Nimittatva Shravana. Because we hear from the Shruti that any foul smell or bad taste is on account of association with papa or sin. So Vashyakara says, Tasmat tena ubhayam jighrate surapicha durgandhicha papmanahi eshah vidhah so this we know how devatas actually wanted to overcome the asuras and therefore they wanted these devatas here to chant the sama udgita they went to one indri after the other so they went to the speech when organ of hearing organ of sight they went to the mind going to smell prana. So because, but then the asuras were able to influence them, were able to actually overcome them with temptation. So all these sense organs, many of devutas connected to sense organs to prana, the asuras were able to tempt them. 
and that's how pollute them. Therefore, tasmat ten ubhayam jigrade surabhija durugyandhicha because papnahesha vidhaha he is penetrated by papa because there are chidra there, openings are there, leakage is there, leakage is to, of course, leakage, in this case, the chidra openings are there from where all kinds of world can enter. So all kinds of vice can enter. The chidra or openings are there. So asura is therefore, it will influence all the sense organs with papa or the sin. Because kama, krodha, loba is there. So these are the opening apertures from which the suras can enter. And they were right now, tena, because of that, uvayam jigrade. There was this person smells both suravicha and then durgandicha. He always smells the fragrant as well as the stink, both the kind of smells he smells. And say Dhananagari, Natad Grahanam Parasmin Iti Sheshaha. So, Papma Sammanda Nimittatva Shavanat, Natad Grahanam Parasmin Iti Sheshaha. Therefore, that Papa, the, the smell or the taste which are born of Papa cannot be in Paramatma. That's the idea. So, Tachshabdhartamayo Upavadayati. Shruti herself says, what is my tena? So tena, ubhayam jigrati. Because that reason, this person smells both the fragrant as well as the fetid. Why? Because papmanahi esha vidyaya. Because he is penetrated by papa or the sin. Esha vidyaya. What is esha? It is grana pranavati. This, this is a sense organ. Or devata called prana, which is grana, or the sense of smell, is penetrated by, or influenced by, overcome by papa. Therefore, a person smells the stink. Going next page, says Anandagiri, Bhavadu papa samsarga kritam apunya gandhadi granam tathabe katham tadishvare sarvagni nastitya asangya. All right. So now we understand that. Whenever there is the bad taste, whenever there is a stink, so whenever there is unpleasant experience, and experience the level of senses, that closes unpleasantness. We should know that that is an account of associated with Papa. All right, that we understand. Tathabe, katham tadishwara sarvagniya nasti. Even then, how do you say that Ishwara doesn't have that? So wherever the associated Papa is there, then how do you say there is not there an Ishwara? So Sarvagnya, Ishwara is Sarvagnya, and so I have a footnote here which says Sarvagnya iti apunyagandhadi agnyanehi sarvagnyatvam na nirvati bhava. So Ishwara is knowing all. Therefore he knows also what is the, what is the stink. That also Ishwara knows. He also knows the bad smell, everything he knows. So when Ishwara knows everything, how come he is not connected with that? You see, Ishwara is Saragnya. He knows what is bad also, what is Papa also. Then how come he is not connected with Papa? So Vashyakara is Ashankyaha. So Ityaha, Ashankya also need not be there. So Ataha, what is it? 
But it's not, there's no association Papa. So knowing Papa is one thing and being connected to Papa or being influenced by Papa is another thing. Knowing Adharma is one thing, being influenced by Adharma is another thing. But the Papa Samsarga Ishwarasya, Ishwara does not have Samsarga or any association or connection with Papa. Why is it so? Avidyadi doshavat because in Ishwara there cannot be those are defective ignorance which an individual has. Avidya is there, ignorance is there, samshaya, viparya, karna apatavam, vipralipsa. So ignorance is there, doubt is there, false notion is there, and then also this this kind of arrogance also is there, this kind of this kind of delusion is there, I know whatever what is true. And also limitation of this means of knowledge. So my knowledge comes with sense organs, mind, all of these are limited. Therefore in individual these doshas are there. These doshas cannot be in Ishvara. <coughs> the Avidya Doshasya Anupatte is not tenable that Ishvara is is possessed of this dosha of the defects of ignorance, etc. Again, Sridhanagiri, Nimitta Bhavat Ishwarasya Naswa Sammanditve Apunyagan Sammanditve Apunyagandhari Granamityata Nimitta Bhavat Because there is no reason. The reason why an individual, an ordinary person becomes connected with, influenced by ignorance. Papa, because the nimitta is there. Papa can come to me because of a reason. What's the reason? My sense of smallness. Why do I have that? Because of ignorance. So ignorance creates a sense of limitedness. That sense of limitedness creates in me a need or a desire. And that desire makes me a slave of whatever promises to fulfill my desire. I become dependent upon or a slave of whatever promises to fulfill the desire. And then that can do whatever it wants upon me. So that like Pashu is dependent upon the, the master. I also become dependent upon whoever it is that can fulfill my desire. And therefore that can influence me positively or negatively. And therefore, avidya dosha senupatte tasapasamahetumaha. How? Because Ishwara is, it is not tenable that Ishwara is in any way connected with the dosha, the defects or blemishes such as ignorance. Avidyadi adipadena asmita ragadvesha abhinivesha deo grahyande. Okay. So, avidya, asmita, raga, dvesha, Abhinivesha, etc. again, you know. So, Vidya creates 
sense of smallness or creates sense of individuality that creates raga, dvesha, abhinivesham, strong attachment. <coughs> Ishwara doesn't have that. Samoham sarabhuteshu named dveshyosti napriya. I'm equal to all. There is no favoritism, there is no favor, there is no injustice. Even though Ishwara, Saguna Brahma, appears to be favoring the devotees, ye bhajantumam bhaktya maite teshu chapyam, those who worship me with devotion, I am in them, they are in me, looks like Ishwara favors his devotees. Outwardly, not inwardly. Chitte krupa samar nishthurata. In the battlefield, Nishthurta is there. In the Chitta, there is Krupa. Then alone he can be Ishwara. So even though he appears to be destroying this evil or devils or these demons, that is also for the well-being of demons only. Because that is how they will go to Swarga, you know. And so Swargam Prayadrita Bhavati Prasadat, you know, by the grace of you, they will go to Swarga. <coughs> because even when you kill them by your weapons, by the touch of your weapons, they are all purified. So they did not touch the Devi, their weapons. Enough. <coughs> that is why this Raga, Dvesha, Abhinivesha, we cannot imagine case of Ishwara. Ishwara can never be angry. He can never punish. And so, whatever he does is always a surat, he is always a well-wisher of all the beings. Although this Satam Surut, they say, you know, he is well-wisher of only the good people. That's what Puranas will say. But they themselves will say that there cannot be cruelty in Ishwara. In apparent cruelty also, what is involved is only the blessing. It's a blessing in disguise. <coughs> so, Sarvagandha. Then Sarvam Abhyata. Then Bhashyakara says, Sarvamidam Jagata Abhyataha Abhivyaptaha Atatehe Vyaptyarthasya Kartarinishtha Abhyataha Bhashyakara says, Abhyataha is the past participle of Abhiprasat. Sarvidam jagat abhyata abhivyapta. At is the sense of satatya gamane. So that which is there constantly, which is constantly there. So therefore, uh, Bhashikara says anyway, this atta, so mamopata, upata. Atta is the past participle of at here. But there it is, of course, it is A plus Da, is Atta. Here, this Bhashyakara says anyway, so Abhyata Abhivyapta. Abhi plus Atta is Abhyata. Atta means Vyapta. They are root At. Atatehe Vyapta Chasya Kartari Nishtha. Root At, which means to pervade, there is past participle Atta. And kartari nishtha, usually past participle has nishtha in karma. Atta means that which is pervaded. Usually, atta or vyapta, what is vyapta? Vyapta means that which is pervaded. But here it is one who pervades, kartari nishtha. So, of course, participles are past, are used in kartari nishtha also. And so, 
Sahajatahai, whatever. And so he is gone, or Gataha. So he is gone. Not that he is the one who is gone. But then Gatosmi. So I am gone there, I have come there, I went there. Therefore the past particles also have karta nishtha. Usually karma nishtha should be there, but they are also useful. That's why in Sanskrit, spoken Sanskrit, they use past participles to avoid all the formula, formations of the verbs, etc., no? which become very complicated. So say Dhananagari, abhyatahiti rupam tadartham chadarshayan. So Bhashakara shows how the word abhyata is derived and what the meaning is, both are being told. Because actually if you look at this atta, then atta, that doesn't, the past participle doesn't seem to be atta anyway. As I saw it is atita, that's the past participle. It's a set root and therefore atita it should be. But anyway it's atta, so whatever. So from wherever Vashyakara knows. So in the rupam, that's Vashyakara shows how the word atta is derived and the dartham is not karma nishta, karta nishta. Both the way the word is derived and what the meaning is, both are shown by Bhashyakara. Atatehe, otherwise Bhashyakara won't spend time like this, unless necessary. So, Atatehe Vyaptyarthasya Kartari Nishtha. One who pervades, not one who is pervaded. Karmani Nishtha is Ishwara is one who is pervaded. No. Abhyata, one who pervades. <coughs> Then, avaki, so abhyata, sarvana abhyata, he is the one who pervades all this. Being the material cause, he pervades everything. Being the self of all, he pervades everything. Then avaki, that's the next one, you know. Sarvana abhyata, avaki, anadar, then avaki. That's also interesting. Tatha, avaki. Uchyade anaya iti vag vageva vakaha. There is no such word, you know, but then Vashyakara says avaki. So avaki is what? So navaki avaki. So vakaha navidyate yasid avaki. And so, how do you arrive at the word vaka? And so vaka navidyata said avaki. So Bhashyakara said, so vageva vakaha. Vaka means the organ of speech, that's all. So uchyate anayayati vak. That by which one speaks, because the word vak or vak can mean what is spoken also, depending upon the, the uh, how you derive, I mean, how you explain that compound. So here it is uchyate anaya. It is karana vitpatti. So that by which one speaks is called vāg, in that case it is organ of speech. Uchyate di vāg, if you say that, that which is spoken, then is the word, then the speech would be in the word. He gives a great speech, means what? Then that is the, what is spoken is called speech there. <coughs> so here it is in the sense of instrument. So that by which one speaks, that means it is the organ of speech. And vāgaiva vākaha. The vāg alone is vāka. Meaning that the Upanishad uses the word vāka in the sense of vāg. Or the word vāka can be explained differently also, Vāshyakara says. 
सो वाक शब्द से निष्पत्ति प्रकार so yadva or else explain this way vachehe so root vach ghayantasya ghay means a that's the pratyaya <coughs> those ghats that is all added to show how what happens when you add this pratyaya suffix a <coughs> so then what happens is the first uh, uh, the vowel undergoes ruddhi <coughs> like tyaj plus ghay becomes tyaga Pach plus gram becomes paka and so also vach plus gram becomes vaka. Pach plus gram is paka, vach plus gram becomes the vaka. <coughs> so the karane vaka, that to again in the sense of that by which one speaks, you know, karane vaka. <coughs> because there can be uh, karmani vaka also, karmani gram also. So tyaj Dhanityagaha, so that, so that which is given up also, that giving up also. So not that which each one is given, what is given up. Tyaga is giving up also. <coughs> so here, however, vakaha means that by which one is, one, which one, one is spoken, and therefore vakaha means the organ of speech. <coughs> Sayasya vidyate Savaki Navaki Avaki Sayasya vidyate One who possesses vaka or the organ of speech is called vaki. So one who is possessed of the organ of speech. Navaki Avaki. One who is devoid of the organ of speech is called avaki. So Ishvara is the one who is devoid of the organ of speech. <coughs> okay, we'll continue tomorrow. <coughs> Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyade Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnamevavashishyade Om Shanti 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 Shankaram Shankaracharyam Keshavam Badarayanam Sutra Bhashya Krutavande Bhagavanta Punapunaha Ishvara Guru Ratnevi Murti Bheda Vibhagine Vyomavad Vyapta Dehaya Dakshinamurtaye Namaha Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Hari Om